How much does the medium matter? I wonder. Thinking about that in a couple of different directions. Um, one of the genres that I find myself interested in and have for quite some time, but haven't, well, I mean, I, I have pursued it a bit, but I haven't, I don't know. Do I, did I pursue it intellectually? My, my, my having a problem there? I don't know. It's, uh, essentially exotica, tiki. There's a bunch of different names for it. Um, in particular, music is what I'm talking about, the genres. Although the aesthetic genre of tiki culture is also interesting, too. It's largely manufactured, as is the music. Uh, in other words, it's not entirely representing an actual culture so much as it's inspired by actual cultures, but kind of taking, um, I don't know, a, a distant view, a view through a, a hazy window in some ways. Um I was just listening to an episode of The Quiet Village, which is a long-standing podcast, specifically in this musical genre. And one of the things that's interesting is a lot of the recordings that he plays are of um, old restaurants or they are <clears throat> recorded live at, at old venues that probably would have been um, partially restaurants as well. And there was an episode he did a while ago. Well, all the episodes are a while ago because I'm, I'm sort of picking and choosing where I, well, really meandering through the archives, not really paying attention to it as a current podcast, although I think it's still going on. Um, one of the episodes, or actually two-part episode, was um, on um, restaurant records, I think they were called, something like that, records that were specifically created to capture um, performances at some of these, these, these venues. And it's, it, it's interesting to me. I was thinking like, you know, of all the different venues that are here in, in my little city, and there have been a number of them popping up over the last few years, would any of them <clears throat> take on a very stylized space? which would be something like a, you know, a tiki restaurant or, or a tiki space, an exotica space. There's lots, again, there's lots of names for this. I think all of them now carry more baggage, um, potentially. Um, and I, I but I, I kind of feel like, is it possible to create a new appreciation of the, the genre, um, explicitly separating from some of that, that contentious material? And it it would be the kind of place that, and you know, every once in a while when I, I have an idea like that, I also wonder, like, would it be something I would open up? I mean, I've had the idea of a gamer cafe for a long time, mostly focused on role-playing games, not on board games. There's a board game cafe in the city, which is quite nice. Um, but it definitely, it's it definitely catering to that crowd. And it, it makes sense, too, because the experience of playing a board game is a sort of time-bound experience. It's a one-off experience. In other words, you play a game and then you're done. You might play the same game again, but it's unlikely to be a continuation or need to be a continuation of the previous game, except where rivalries are concerned or things like that, but not, not semantically or, or fictionally, if you will. 
Whereas role-playing games are sometimes done as, um, you know, adventures, adventure league, for example, which is done as, <clears throat> you know, episodic self-contained, um, uh, moments, um, gaming moments with a particular crowd tackling a particular problem may not even be the same crowd each time. So it's much more like a board gaming thing. But I, I had kind of the idea of somewhere between a library and, board game or a, a tabletop game art, uh, you know, almost store, um, a little bit of restaurant, a little bit of this and that. And it's, it's a pipe dream. I don't think it'd be workable in terms of, of making money, but it was also kind of me thinking about a kind of place I'd like to spend some time in. I used to spend a lot more time. Well, I used to spend any time in coffee shops and I haven't for a while for two different reasons, both of them health-related, one, of course, being COVID, and the other, my on-again, off-again, um, urgent reaction to coffee, which makes sprawling out at a coffee shop, if you're by yourself, quite uh, frustrating because you'll have to pack everything up to head off to the washroom. Um, a solution to that would be to find someone to go with me, but that's that's an even more difficult prospect. Um, but finding a place that I would, I would feel comfortable going to and spending time at, um, that is not my own living room is kind of the goal there. Anyway, I was thinking about this sort of, this sort of tiki place and whether you could have something like that that inspired by, you know, Polynesian myths or, 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 um, aesthetics without it being, immediately labeled or, or piled into um, appropriation or, or mishandling or misrepresentation. Um, and this is also why I'm, I'm as much interested in writing fiction that takes place in entirely fictional worlds, uh, which have their own histories and things, um, th than I would be, in, in fact, in writing in our own history. Um, our own history is too problematic in some ways for that. But I was thinking about that and I was thinking about mediums and I was thinking about spaces and experiences as I was writing a letter today, actually physically writing a letter. Um, originally, this was going to be just words on the inside of a card that I was going to send to someone. But I was concerned, first of all, because I wanted to do it in ink. I wanted to do an actual pen. I was concerned that it would be, it would be messy, you know, and I wanted to get this right. I only have the one card, one card that I bought, um, in a long time. They're no longer a trivial matter to purchase, but that's another thing altogether. Um, and also whether I would have the space on the card to write what I wanted to write. And moreover, did I even know what I was going to write? So I actually wrote it all out. Um, right into my bullet journal, you know, kind of, it becomes an artifact in there that I can look at again, as well as kind of, um, recognizing the power of that particular medium for an expressiveness, for a, for a longer form, um, from the heart and mind expressiveness, rather than just jotting down notes or jotting down, you know, facts that I need to remember or, or, you know, work-related things or, I don't know, rather than all those things, um, it goes in there. 
and that I rewrote it all on paper, slightly adjusting the words as I, I did. And it was strange. It was almost, it was a page and a half, essentially, of handwritten um, uh, letter. Um, and I felt it was important. I This was consoling cousins of mine who lost uh, their parent, one of their parents recently. The other parent was lost last year. And so there, there was definitely a, an element which I wanted to be able to express myself emotionally. I was not able to go to the funeral. And honestly, um, while it never slipped my mind, distance and time allowed me to have a little more of, um, I guess, a softened blow, if you will. But I really wanted to write this letter. I really wanted to write and send this card. And it, it I, I had been delaying for a while. And finally tonight, I, I sat down and said, I think I know what I want to say. And the experience of writing it out by hand is, is different than writing it out on a computer. Even though I write all sorts of things on the computer, not, not very personal things. Um, you know, not unless it's part of a conversation that I may be having on Discord or through email or whatever. Not usually all that personal. Uh, but this was a, those are interactive experiences too. Whereas this was, you know, technically one can consider it interactive. Sorry, I'm fighting a yawn, so pardon the pauses. Um, but really, there's no expectation of an immediate feedback. In fact, I'm going to mail it. So it's you're not even going to be, um, you know, a, a direct interaction between myself and them. It's going to be delayed. Um, it already has been delayed. And, but there was something about doing it that way, which made it personal. You know, um, I could send a message. I could send an electronic message. I should have maybe at the time done so. But I also felt like in some ways that would be undercutting doing the actual thing, which is probably a dumb conclusion. It's probably a dumb conclusion because they probably would have rather hear from me more quickly, even if the words were insufficient. But I wonder how many more years that will even be possible. You know, letters, uh, particularly cards, are probably one of the last vestiges of physical mail that's sent around, of personal mail, and then it will no longer be. And that's fine. That's a, that's a natural progression of technology, but it is going to mean things have changed. It's going to mean we're going to move to... Are we even going to have formatted documents? I mean, email is unformatted generally, although you can do HTML formatting for most email today. It generally is just text. And uh, and so you, 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 you even lose some of the tools of expressiveness, not to mention the free form ability for you to insert, you know, hand uh, written or hand drawn pictures or sculpt the words in whatever way you look. That's not, that's not quite the same possibility. You know, that's all rattling around in my brain. I've been wondering out loud. I'm Mark the Encaffeinated One. And I don't know if anybody new comes into the listening experience of this particular daily, whatever this is. Um, but if you have, if you've wandered in somehow from the middle of things, um, then welcome, I guess, to my strange thoughts and random, random considerations. I guess that's all I can really say. 
And while I frequently contemplate this being the very last episode or near the end of the the series, I still seem to return back to it on a regular basis. So I will I can say at least for tomorrow, I will talk to you then. <laughs>